chapter eight of the ladies book of etiquette and manual of politeness by florence hartley this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by christine lamberton chapter eight visiting etiquette for the guest as a first rule with regard to paying a visit the best one is never to accept a general invitation instances are very common where women i cannot say ladies have upon a slight acquaintance and a uh, when you are in c i should be very happy to have you visit me actually gone to sea from their own home and with bag and baggage quartered themselves upon the hospitality of their newly made friend for weeks at a time even where there is a long-standing friendship it is not well to visit uninvited it is impossible for you in another city to know exactly when it will be convenient for your friend to have you visit her unless she tells you and that will of course be a special invitation if your friends are really desirous to have you pay them a visit they will name a time when it will be convenient and agreeable to have you come and you may accept the invitation with the certainty that you will not incommode them self-proposed visits are still worse you in a manner force an invitation from your friend when you tell her that you can come at a certain time unless you have previously arranged to let her know when you can be her guest in that case your own time is understood to be the most agreeable for her if whilst travelling you pass through a town where you have friends whom you wish to visit and who would be hurt if you omitted to do so go first to a hotel and either call or send word that you are there then it is optional with them to extend their hospitality or not do not be offended if it is not done the love for you may be undiminished and the desire to entertain you very great yet family reasons may render such an invitation as you expect impossible your friend may have engagements or duties at the time that would prevent her making the visit pleasant for you and wish to postpone the invitation until she can entertain you as she wishes to drive trunks and all in such a case to your friend's house without a word of warning is unkind as well as ill-bred you force her to invite you to stay when it may be inconvenient and even if she is really glad to see you and wishes you to make a prolonged visit you may feel certain she would have preferred to know you were coming if she really loves you her natural desire would be to have everything ready to give you a comfortable reception and not have to leave you perhaps with your travelling costume on for an hour or two while she prepares a room for you it is not enough to say at such a time don't mind me or treat me as one of the family 
however much her politeness or love may conceal annoyance be sure in her secret heart she does mind you and remember you are not one of her private family to take the liberty of going to the house of a mere acquaintance for a night or two while travelling without invitation is making a convenience of them and wears the appearance of wishing to save the customary hotel bill so while it is extremely ill-bred and impertinent it is also excessively mean in case of relationship or long intimate friendship an unexpected visit may be pardoned and give pleasure but it is better to avoid it as the pleasure will surely be increased if your relative or friend has time to prepare for your reception as her love will prompt and arrange her duties and engagements to really enjoy your company when you receive an invitation by letter to visit a friend answer it immediately thanking her for her proffered hospitality and say decidedly then whether you can accept or decline if you accept the invitation state in your letter by what train and at what hour you will arrive that she may meet you and let nothing but positive necessity keep you from being punctually at the time and place appointed to linger by the way for mere pleasure and make her come several times to meet you is unkind as well as ill-bred if you are unavoidably detained write to her state the reason that will prevent your keeping the appointment and name another time when you can come it is well in answering a letter of invitation to state the limits of your visit and then to keep them if she is unwilling to let you go and you are tempted to stay that very fact promises well for the pleasure of a second visit it is better to leave while all will regret you than to linger on until you have worn out your welcome inquire as soon as possible after your arrival what are the regular habits of the family the hours for rising for meals and for retiring and then be punctual in your attendance many ladies are very ceremonious about waiting for a guest and by delay in your room or inattention to the time when you are out you will keep the whole family waiting if you do not wake early enough for the usual breakfast hour request the chambermaid to knock at your door in time for you to be ready to go down with the family before you leave your room in the morning take the clothes off your bed throw the upper bed over the footboard and then open all the windows unless it storms that room and bed may be thoroughly aired before you sit there again after breakfast ask your hostess if you can be of any assistance to her in the household duties if she declines your services do not follow her from room to room whilst she is thus engaged 
but take your work books or music to the sitting-room or parlour until your own room is ready for you by thus proving that you can occupy yourself pleasantly while she is away you make it less annoying for her to feel the obligation to leave you as soon as you see that she is ready to sew and chat leave your book or if in your own room come to the sitting-room where she is and work with her it is polite and kind if you see that she has a large supply of family sewing to offer to assist her but if she positively declines your aid then have some work of your own on hand that you may sew with her many pleasant mornings may be spent while visiting by one lady reading aloud whilst the other sews alternating the work it is a pretty compliment to repay the hospitality of your hostess by working whilst with her upon some piece of fancy work a chair cover sofa cushion or pair of ottomans presenting them to her when finished as a keepsake they will be duly appreciated and remind her constantly of the pleasures of your visit if you pass the morning out of the house remember your time is hers and have no engagement to interfere with the plans she has laid for entertaining you observe this rule during your whole visit and do not act independent of her plans by constantly forming engagements without her knowledge going out without her or staying in when she has made some excursion or party for your pleasure you insult her by intimating that her house is no more to you than a hotel to sleep and eat in while your pleasures lie elsewhere after dinner retire for an hour to your own room that your hostess may lie down if she is accustomed to do so if the hours kept are later than you have been accustomed to or if the gaiety of the family keeps you out at party or opera it is best to sleep after dinner even if you do not always do it to give signs of weariness in the evening will be excessively rude implying want of enjoyment and making your hostess feel hurt and annoyed if you have shopping to do find out where the best stores are and then go to them alone unless your hostess will accompany you upon similar business of her own do not tax her good nature to go merely for the sake of aiding you as guide if one of the children in the family is familiar with the stores and streets ask her to accompany you and be careful to acknowledge the kindness by buying something especially for the child whilst she is out with you if it is only some cakes or bonbons choose an hour when you are certain your hostess has made no other engagement for you or while she is busy in her domestic duties for these shopping excursions offer when you are going to attend to any shopping she may want and ask if there is any commission you can execute for her while you are out 
while on a visit to one friend do not accept too many invitations from others and avoid spending too much time in paying calls where your hostess is not acquainted you owe the greater portion of your time and society to the lady whose hospitality you are accepting and it is best to decline invitations from other houses unless they enclose one for your hostess also avoid paying any visits in a family not upon good terms with your hostess if such a family are very dear friends of your own or you can claim an acquaintance pleasant upon both sides with them write and state candidly the reason why you cannot visit them and they will appreciate your delicacy if while on a visit to one friend you receive an invitation to spend some time with another friend in the same place accept it for the period which you have named as the termination of your first visit you insult your hostess by shortening your visit to her to accept another invitation and quite as much of an insult is it to take the time from the first visit to go to pay another and then return to your first hostess unless such an arrangement has been made immediately upon your arrival never invite any friend who may call upon you to stay to dinner or tea you will be taking a most unwarrantable liberty in so doing this is the right of your hostess and if by her silence she tacitly declines extending this courtesy you will be guilty of impertinence in usurping her privilege never take any one who calls upon you into any room but the parlour unless invited to do so by your hostess you have of course the entree of other rooms but you have no right to extend this privilege to others if you have many gentlemen visitors check too frequent calls and make no appointments with them if they show you any such attention as to offer to drive you to places of interest or visit with you picture galleries or public places always consult your hostess before accepting such civilities and decline them if she has made other engagements for you if you receive an invitation to visit any place of public amusement decline it unless one of the family with whom you are staying is also invited in that case you may accept if the gentleman who invites you is a stranger to the family introduce him to your hostess or mention her name in conversation he will then if he really desires you to accept his proffered attention include her in the invitation when visiting in a family where the members are in mourning decline all invitations to parties or places of public amusement it is an insult to them to leave them to join in pleasure from which their recent affliction excludes them your visit at such a time 
will be prompted by sympathy in their trouble and for the time it is thoughtful and delicate to make their sorrows yours if sudden sickness or family trouble come to your friend whilst you are with her unless you can really be useful shorten your visit in time of trouble families generally like to be alone all in all to each other and a visitor is felt a constant restraint if death comes while you are with your family endeavour to take from her as much of the care as you can a really sympathizing friend is an inexpressible comfort at such a time as the trying details which must be taken in charge by someone will be less trying to her than to a member of the family do the necessary shopping for your friend and relieve her of as much family care as you can let her feel that you are really glad that you are near her in her affliction and repay the hospitality she offered in her season of joy by showing her that her sorrow makes her still more dear and that while you can enjoy the gaiety of her house you will not flee from its mourning when your presence can be of no further service then leave her put out your washing and ironing when on a visit it is annoying and ill-bred to throw your soiled clothes into the family wash take with you from home all the writing and sewing materials you may require while paying your visit it is annoying to be constantly requested by a visitor to lend her scissors pins needles or paper no lady should be without her own portfolio and work-box be very careful not to injure any article of furniture in your sleeping apartment and if unfortunately anything suffers from your carelessness have the accident repaired or the article replaced at your own expense when your visit is over give a present to each of the servants varying its value according to the length of your visit or the services you may have required you will add to the pleasure by presenting such gifts yourself with a few pleasant words never compare the house you may be visiting with your own or any other you may visit avoid also speaking of any house where you may have been a guest in terms of overpraise giving glowing pictures of its splendour your hostess may imagine you are drawing comparisons unfavourable to your present residence also avoid speaking unfavourably of any form of visit as your hostess will naturally conclude that her turn for censure will come as soon as your visit is over if any family secret comes to your knowledge while you are on a visit in that family remember the hospitality extended to you binds you to the most inviolable secrecy it is mean contemptible rude and ill-bred to make your entertainers regret their hospitality by betraying any such confidence 
for it is as sacred a confidence as if you were bound over to silence in the most solemn manner after paying a visit you should write to your hostess as soon as you reach home again thank her in this letter for her hospitality speak warmly of the enjoyment you have had in your recent visit and mention by name every member of the family desiring to be remembered to all end of chapter eight